0: episode 56 the adobe audition show what is adobe audition and why do i use it well you are listening to year two episode number 56 of mike murphy unplugged learn create move forward i am your host mike murphy i'm a one-man band i'm a technology junkie i love helping people figure things out and i am really excited to be here with you today The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. In this episode number 56, what is Adobe Audition CC? How much does it cost? How do I use Audition for my podcast workflow? And do I recommend it for new or prospective podcasters? But first, as always, let's take a look inside of the Podcasters Toolkit. And the Podcaster's Toolkit is the part of the show where I share a tip, tool, resource, or product that I think is going to help you in your online journey. It could be a new website, an app, a book, or a podcast service, or a new piece of gear or equipment, etc. If you have a favorite resource or tool that you want to share with the podcast, please send it my way at mike at mikemurphy.co and I'll add it to the kit. If you are a vendor or product creator and would like me to test out a product or a service, by all means, let me know. I'd be happy to test it and share it so long as I think it's going to benefit my listeners. In this week's Podcasters Toolkit, I have a handy little electrical item to put into your on-location bag or use it at your home studio. I know how exciting extension cords and power strips can be, so hold back your excitement. But we all know, as podcasters and content creators, the electronics add up. And finding an empty socket is just shy of striking gold. Okay, so today's product inside of the Podcaster's Toolkit is the Stanley 3503 Power Squid 5 Outlet Flexible Outlet Multiplier Black. Whew. Just like the name of the product, this is a heavy-duty extension cord. It has an on-off switch and has five little arms with female electrical outlets on the ends. It looks like a squid, and it is really quite handy. I learned of this little guy from a videographer and a YouTuber called Caleb Pike years ago. He does a lot of video work on location, and he recommended this to put in your kit. I bought one, and I absolutely love this thing. It was 15 bucks on Amazon, and it's just one of those simple items that really makes a difference. One thing I do want you to be aware of is that this is not a surge protector, so you're not going to protect your heavy-duty gear like your computer but it is great to have around for plugging those little ancillary items. This is more about the convenience. It's pretty small, it's heavyweight, but it is pretty small, and it's a great way to just have five extra plugs in your spaghetti factory, and I love this little tool. So if you're doing a podcast on location or shooting video, giving a presentation, this is a great little device to have along with you, along with a nice long extension cord you can be totally self-efficient. Let's get into episode number 56. This is the Adobe Audition Show. What is Adobe Audition CC? How much does it cost? What does my workflow look like inside of Audition? And do I recommend Audition for beginner podcasters? Adobe Audition is a digital audio workstation, which is more commonly known in the audio world as a DAW or a -A DAW. Audition CC is the latest version, and it is the software that I use to record and edit each podcast episode. Adobe defines Audition as a professional audio workstation for mixing, finishing, and precision editing. So what can you do with Audition? Again, this is from the Adobe website. Audition is used to mix, edit, and create audio content with a comprehensive toolset that includes multi-track, waveform, and spectral display. This powerful audio workstation is, is designed to accelerate video production workflows and audio finishing, and deliver a polished mix with pristine sound. Or more simply, it's a professional-level DAW to record and edit audio, whether it be for your podcast, video, or music. Anything I'm doing with audio, Audition is my go-to product. Other DAWs or digital audio workstation that you may have heard of, just so you can follow along and understand what we're talking about here, GarageBand. That comes free on every Mac, and it's used by many podcasters. GarageBand's Big Brother is called Apple Pro Logic X, a great program for podcasters and another DAW. Audacity, this is a popular free audio editor online that is not quite as robust as a Pro DAW, but it does get the job done. Pro Tools, this is the big daddy of DAWs, and most musicians use Pro Tools. And finally, there's Reaper, which has a great price point. Musicians love it, and podcasters use it as well. But today, our focus is on my audio tool of choice, and that is Adobe Audition CC. How much does Audition CC cost? Well, it's included in the full Adobe Creative Cloud bundle. That's $49 per month. The Creative Cloud bundle includes all of the Adobe products, which I still believe is one of the best values on the internet if you are a creator of any level. But if you're not into the whole bundle, Audition is available as a standalone product for $19.99 per month, as are most of the Adobe products if you just want to do like one-off products. And here's a little tip or suggestion. Give the whole Adobe Creative Cloud a test run. It comes with a 30-day free trial, so try everything out. And if Audition is all you think you need, you just save yourself 30 bucks a month. Okay, I am going to attempt to explain what my big picture Audition workflow is in the simplest way possible. And please note, I do have a post-production show planned where I go into more detail of what all the audio engineering terms are, EQ and compression, and all the other editing terms. But today, I just want to get you an overview and an understanding of Adobe Audition in case you are on the fence of what you use. So I'm going to walk you through my workflow and how I use Audition on an overview level. Let's start with the equipment so you can get a visual and understand the big picture. My Shure SM7B microphone is plugged in to my Allen & Heath Z10 mixer. The mixer is my audio interface. That means that it allows me to get sound from my microphone directly into my computer because the mixer is connected to my computer via a USB cable, okay? In the audio hardware preferences of Audition, I just have to set the default input and output to my mixer. And now I'm able to speak into my microphone and record straight into Audition in real time with no latency or delay so voice travels through the microphone into the mixer which is attached to my computer via a usb cable and adobe audition cc captures that sound from the mixer if you need a refresher on any of the equipment setup i talked all about it in episode 41 the hardware show way back when i was just a first year podcaster okay here's some side notes here as i know that i was confused when i first started out even though it seems pretty simple in the audio hardware preferences of Adobe Audition and really any program where you have to map the audio hardware to the software. Default input. This is the microphone or the device going into Audition. Input in. What device are you using to go into Audition or Skype or FaceTime or GarageBand? Default output is the sound leaving Audition and your computer. Where do you want the sound to play back from? To your headphones, speakers, computer speakers? For me, I usually have the input and the output, both set to my mixer. The reason that both my default input and output are set to my mixer is because I have my microphone plugged into my mixer. That's the in, and I also have my headphones and my speakers going out of the mixer. So both are coming in and out of the same device. And if I haven't confused you with that simple concept of default input and output, I have one more little side tip here. This is for Mac users. You can change the default input and output of your computer by holding the option key and then clicking on the volume icon in the top menu bar of your computer. This is a quick little way if you're listening to iTunes or if you're on Skype or whatever and you want to make sure that your computer is set to your mixer or your audio interface, just hold the option key, click on the volume button up top on your Mac menu bar. And that way you can change the default and input and output. You're still gonna have to change it inside of Audition or your program that you're using, but that's a great way to have your computer playing sound out of your speakers or headphones that are attached to your mixer. All right, now that you have a good visual of the hardware and the audio path, what does my Audition workflow look like? This is for each podcast episode. The first thing I do before I start any recording is I create one master folder on my hard drive. I'll label that for today. I would label episode 56, the audition show. Inside of the master folder, I create two folders. One is called audio and the second is artwork where I put all the stuff that I'm going to use for my blog post, show notes and all that stuff. I open up audition. I go to the preferences and make sure that the default input and output are pointing to my mixer. I create a new blank audio file by going to file, new audio file. A little pop-up comes up, I add the title. In the title, I usually add original to the very first recording. I use a sample rate of 44,100. The channel is mono. I used a bit depth of 32 bit float. And don't worry about this, I'm just sharing this for those who have a little bit more experience with the audio so they know what I do. I hit save and then it's time to start recording. And here's a little audition tip. If you don't see the levels, those are the LED lights that you'll see bouncing up and down when you start speaking into your microphone. If you don't see those, hold the option key and click the letter I, and that should start the levels in audition. Then I start recording. And because I'm a one-man band and don't have a co-host or I'm not interviewing guests, when I mess up, I usually stop the recording and I fix as I go so I can keep the editing to a bare minimum. This is where having a script makes it all the while worth it for me. I can usually fly through the recording. Next, when I'm done recording, I save this original file and I usually don't touch it. This is my backup in case I mess anything up during the editing phase, I have a backup. So in the edit menu, I go to select, copy to new, and this makes a duplicate of my original recording. So now I have two identical copies. On the second copy, I go through and I chop off any of the blank gaps. I clean up any mistakes or extras that are not needed as I'm listening through. Just like Mark Twain says, writing is easy. You just have to cross out the wrong words. Well, that's how I write and edit my podcast. And if it's not needed to teach, I cut it out. So after all the unnecessary stuff is chopped out and I'm happy with how it goes, I go into the multi-track inside of Audition. Just picture a bunch of individual tracks stacked on top of each other. On the top track, I put my podcast recording. This is my voice. On the track below that, I put the sound effects intro. That's the computer keyboard you hear. On the track below that, I put my intro music. And then yet on another track, I put my outro music. You can have as many tracks as you want inside the multitrack. The nice thing is that you control the volume and the effects on each track individually. Just imagine a rock band. The lead singer might be on track one, the guitar on track two, the bass on track two. Same with a podcast. You just stack things up. If you're in an interview show, you might be on track one. Your guest would be on track two. You line them up. You can move them around to make sure the timing's right. It's pretty simple. A great feature of Audition, and many of the digital audio workstations do this, but I can create templates for my podcast. So when I create a new multi-track session, I just choose the mic template and my intro and my outro music, everything's in place. I just have to add my voice track and line it all up. Since my podcast is roughly the same length each week, this is about a two second ordeal. Once everything is how I want it inside of Multitrack, I'll add some effects using the brand new Essential Sound Panel. I'll use Match Loudness inside of Audition to make sure that I'm meeting broadcast standards of minus 19 LUFS since I'm a mono podcast. I will export everything as an MP3 file, add the ID3 tags, upload to Libsyn, put it on my WordPress site, and I have a finished podcast. I know I just covered a ton of stuff very quickly. Don't worry about remembering what I just did. I was really just trying to give you an overview of how I use Audition. All the steps will be listed on the show notes at mikemurphy.co forward slash EP56. So do I recommend Audition CC for new or prospective podcasters? If you are an Adobe CC user, I would say without question, I would tell you to jump right into Audition. I love it. I actually find it quite simple to use from a user interface perspective. Now, in full disclosure, I have been knee deep in the Adobe products for over nine years now. So I am very familiar with the Adobe ecosphere, but I still think Audition is easier than newer versions of GarageBand, even though Audition is a pro level product, while GarageBand is really geared towards the consumer. Okay, here's the deal. Editing and processing audio is really challenging. I still have a ton to learn. Almost all DAWs or digital audio workstations, they do more or less the same thing. You're gonna be confused and overwhelmed at first, no matter what you start with. So whether you're using Audacity or GarageBand or Logic, my vote is for Audition and I'm definitely biased. If I had to pick a number two, it would probably be Apple's Logic Pro because it's just a better version of GarageBand which used to be awesome. It's still very good for podcasting. I just don't love the interface anymore. So wrapping things up. In summary, Adobe Audition CC is my digital audio workstation of choice for recording and editing my podcasts, and really for everything that I do involving audio. If you are a video creator, Audition also works seamlessly with Premiere Pro and Adobe After Effects. Audition CC is a pro-level audio workstation. It's bundled in the Creative Cloud package or you can get it a la carte for only $19.99 per month. And there is a free 30-day trial with all the Adobe products. So take them for a test drive before you make any decisions on your purchase. Whatever tool you start with, It's gonna teach you the fundamentals. And if you were to ever switch to another DAW, it's really just a matter of figuring out the interface and the bells and whistles as they're really quite similar in functionality. So it usually just boils down to personal preference. I use Adobe Audition mainly because of its integration with the other Adobe tools. It is a professional grade quality, so I really like it, but it's still only a tool. So don't stress over the choices. You have a lot of things to do, and this is just one tool to help you get the job done. So use what you have, but if you need help with Audition or have questions about it, I am here for you. So just shoot me an email at mike at mikemurphy.co with any questions or concerns that you might have about using Adobe Audition. And as always, I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast, and I welcome all those that are new to the show. And for those of you who have not already done so, head on over to mikemurphy.co forward slash newsletter and make sure you sign up for my weekly newsletter. And as a reminder, I am now offering one-on-one sessions. So if you need help with your podcast or your online business, please email me at mike at mikemurphy.co if you are interested in getting some personal help from me. And I thank you for joining me today. I do hope you join my one-man band. And together we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers.